Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of season 3. If you've just joined us, I am Robin of Add a Tired Witch on social media. <laughs> and I'm with the beautiful Maria of Maria the Arcane on social media. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> happy to be here. Are you happy to be here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we both forgot we were supposed to record this week. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, it's good. <laughs> It's better, if anything. Way better. <laughs> if you've just joined us this week, every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how we can utilize this for our magical practices. Now, that being said, this is not a check-in based off of your astrological sign and how it might affect you personally, but instead how we can utilize the lunar phase for our practices at present. Um, of course, you don't have to utilize it this way, but if you chose to, <laughs> uh, this is this is what you could do. <laughs> worded that any more awkwardly. Uh, so that being said, on June 14th, we have the full moon in Sagittarius, which is also the strawberry moon and a super moon. Um, a supermoon just means that the moon's, like, distance from the Earth makes it appear, like, crazy big. Uh, but it is thought sometimes that when things are a supermoon, that those kind of full moon energies are heightened, uh, including, like, any kind of weird behavior or the astrological phases and how that might affect us. So just keep that in mind when it comes to ma your magical practice. Um, the Sagittarius full moon is really interesting because Sagittarius's, well, Sagittarius's moons, Sagittari moons. <laughs> how how would one say this plural? <laughs> just a sag moon. Sag moon. Okay, it's a saggy moon. moon. A saggy moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are very idealistic and ample and kind of. Uh, reach for the stars and take them. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. we, when we add that with the strawberry full moon, which is all about like, you know, spring and fresh starts and kind of honing in a very similar energy that we might see with a new moon, but in a full moon state, I guess you could say. Um, it tells us essentially that if we're going to be doing magic, that this is time to pull out the big guns, in my opinion. If you have been kind of mulling around the idea of, I don't know, doing some sort of work that is going to maybe feel a little far-fetched. Maybe you want to apply for a job that you're just not qualified for, or you are in the running for something against a lot of people. This is the kind of moon that I would suggest you do spell working um, for those energies. They're big. They are, you know, a little unrealistic at times, but optimistic. <laughs> Uh, you know, reach for the stars and go for it. This is also a really good time to do any kind of um, spell work involving travel. So if you were going to do, let's say, a travel protection bottle or, I don't know, something like that, uh, maybe spell work to try to get that vacation you've always wanted. 
Yeah, actually on um, our Discord, not Discord, on our Patreon, on our monthly outlook for the Sag Moon, I have it where you could do like a vision board or even yeah. if like, let's say you can't afford yeah. to travel, like period, like doing, um, oh gosh, now I'm like a- um, astral travel, you know, like. Ooh, astral travel. That's yeah. a really good idea. But That's a really, really clever idea. I'm really excited for this moon because I'm a Sagittarius moon, so yeah so Love she can for me it's all about maria 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 <laughs> look i'm just saying this is my moon and it's time <laughs> to shine okay <laughs> it's been a hard few months like i deserve yeah. a good sagittarius moon <laughs> yeah that is very true um it has been a hard few months but i do think that this is a lunar phase that has a lot of i don't know potential depending mm-hmm. on how you want to lead into it so i say go for it yeah. Make your vision board. Do Get your affirmations out. <laughs> Go travel the astral plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you just started listening to us, every podcast, we talk about a tarot card. We go over the universal meanings and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing other people's opinions helps beginners form their own or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on different meanings. So this week we are actually talking about the lovers, which I'm pretty sure we haven't done before. Like I checked through all the other episodes. So here we are. But anyway, <laughs> on this card, you will see on the left side, a naked femme figure and behind them is an apple tree with a snake, which I'm sure you all get the reference of Eve and the Garden of Eden. And on the right side, we have a naked mask figure behind them is a tree on fire. Now, between them both of um, between these both figures is a mountain, a cloud, and on top of that cloud, a divine figure and the sun um, and a sun over that divine figure looking out over our lovers. The bright sun is, and the bright sun is so huge behind the figure. Like it takes up actually quite a bit of the card. But if you look closely at the figures, the femme figure's eyes is on the divine figure while the mass figure's eyes are on the femme figure. But yes, a lot going on in this card. So the universal keywords to this card are love, choices, unions, and partnerships. Now I view this card a little bit differently than what the keywords have to say. (laughs) And for me, this card almost always represents challenges that stand in the way of our heart's desire or what we want the most this doesn't always have to deal with like relationships it can deal with like let's say a job and outcome in life we really want to reach no matter what it is going to take work and for things to come together in the way that we want just because you may consider something fate destiny doesn't mean it's going to fall in your lap with little to no effort now when we look from it from a romance perspective i see this a lot when one partner really wants things in a relationship to work out wants things to deepen or to fix their problems but their partner is either fine with how things are or Mm. doesn't want to put any effort at all into making Mm. things better 
Now, this isn't to say like the relationship is doomed, but the only way it is going to work out is if both parties are willing to do the work, necessary work, overcome that mountain and meet in the middle um, and in order to achieve that positive outcome that that one partner wishes. Now, the same could really be said, let's say like something about wanting like a better position at work. If the card pops up in a reading regarding that, like you'll have to convince the other party that you are worthy of that promotion. You mm. make them want them uh, make you make them want you as much as you want that position if that makes sense mm -hmm. um how do you view this card um i view it very much so as a choice card so i would definitely say that um you and i don't veer too too too, too differently mm -hmm. um but what i look at it is a choice of what is good for you versus what you want um mm -hmm what you need versus what you want you know one choice might be something that you're very enamored with um but just because we're enamored with something or the idea of something doesn't mean it's going to put us in a direction that is necessarily best for us mm -hmm. um where the other you know option might not be as appealing and yet it's going to help us grow it's going to make us happier you know whatever so i view it as a kind of you know choice card and oftentimes when i see this come up in a reading it usually is for love readings and people get very excited and they're like oh soulmate connection <laughs> and i'm like no <laughs> um the lovers typically comes you know up for me in readings where it's a shit or get off the pot situation and that doesn't necessarily mean like i know most people might think like being in love or getting engaged but instead it's a you need to decide you're either fully in with this person or you're fully out and you mm -hmm. need to shit or get off the pot <laughs> um so it, it's usually they're they're very not they're not fun choices that we have to make um in our lives but ones that are necessary mm -hmm. so i actually hate this card pretty passionately um I don't know about you, but oh, no. I see it. Obviously, I'm always with like my thing. Like it's yeah. like, oh great, I'm gonna have to yeah. work for it. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I see it, I'm just like, yikes. But yeah, it's super not a fun card to me. And I think that there becomes this idea because we see the title of it and even the initial first brush imagery right mm -hmm. of like the adam and eve figure when but then if you actually go into the conversation of like biblical you know whatever there becomes like the theological conversation of like the fact that did eve have a choice to be there like she was kind of forced into this situation mm -hmm. and same with adam to be perfectly honest and mm -hmm. Just because that's what they're given, does that mean that that's what they're happy with? And you know what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. there's a there's a lot of, I don't know, deeper conversations that circle this card. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really like your opinion. Very cool. Thanks. I've got a really big brain. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome to our horniest episode ever. Officially. For real this time. I'm serious, Officially. guys. 
it's officially. officially the horniest episode ever. Um, we or maybe are it's going... not. Maybe this is going to be very non horny, and we're just going to talk it to you, and you're going to go. <laughs> it's going to be very NPR like. We'll see. We'll see. How dry. <laughs> get your best monotone voice out welcome but, to the horniest episode ever <laughs> we are going to discuss all things sex magic and our yes. personal knowledge of it so if you have little now is the time to put earmuffs on yes yes <laughs> warning 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 <laughs> although Do you should have your kids listening to this anyway it does say explicit <laughs> i say fuck a lot <laughs> oh Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not here to judge your parenting. That's not what the horniest episode is about. Um. <laughs> so, like, sex magic and even, like, sex magic cults have been, like, around for, like, a very long time. And in my opinion, with how much it has stuck around for a long time and how long it's been utilized by many witches and magical people over, you know, so many centuries... And how well it's been very well documented only shows like how much that it is effective, at least in my opinion. Hmm. I will say before we fully dive into this, I think we should say what sex magic is not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Sex magic is not uh, a fetish. It's not a kinky game. It's not, (laughs) you know, I mean, it can, I guess, be a way to spice up your life. But this is... sex magic isn't just a spooky fucking (laughs) um yeah it 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 it, you know yeah it's not it is not what is that i'm trying to think really hard of that um that mlm that sells the the dildos do you know what i'm talking about i do it's like vibrant or something i don't know Uh, yeah it's it's not that we're not talking about the vibrators or whatever (laughs) we're sex magic is not that it might involve them (laughs) right right it can't involve those things that sex magic is not just goth fucking and (laughs) so i just want to preface that (laughs) that's a basic preface uh, it's also not necessary. It isn't the purpose isn't to have fun, even though you might have fun when you're doing it. <laughs> and the purpose isn't to make a baby, although you might make a baby when you're doing it. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, uh, so I do think it's fun. I mean, right, all magic should be fun. I'm saying yeah. the purpose well, of it all, is not to have fun. The purpose of it is like involving magic and witchcraft although that doesn't mean that it isn't gonna be fun because you are still having sex <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um anyway <laughs> but now that we've had that uh you know downer disclaimer <laughs> uh what is sex magic to you so for me like if you look at it like sex magic falls the same formula as like spell work like let's say uh but like you are adding like a huge real world energy aspect to the spell where you can actually feel the energy coursing through you as you are doing it and i know like a lot of people have difficulties bringing awareness into their bodies and sex magic can help with this Mm -hmm. um 
you know, we're so hyper aware of our bodies during that time that it's easy to connect with that certain energy. And anyways, like I digress, but sex magic, you know, flows like spell work. So if you are setting up, which is, let's say, getting in a nighty or something like in a color that represents a spell that you are wanting to do, that makes you also feel sensual. You're building up that energy or and then you are building up the energy by putting the spell together, which could be like something like four play and then you are climaxing or reaching the pinnacle of pleasure if you aren't able to climax which is like normal um spell you know a normal spell work be something like lighting or candle so Mm -hmm. it's just like a different way to do spell work you're using the sexual act as a um a tool Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah but um but and if you have like a partner which you don't have to, you can also bring someone else's energy into the mix to help that spell along. And they don't even have to be like really witchy to participate really. Mm -hmm. But it's just like a different tool that you can use that is, it it follows the same flow as usual spell work. (laughs) Yeah. I will say that um, there is different types of spell work that involves sex magic. Um, and there's also sex magic that doesn't involve spell work at all. Um, ceremonial magicians typically will do some form of sex magic for a variety of reasons. I know Maria and I have talked about this multiple times. We are not ceremonial magicians. So mm-hmm. the types of sex magic we are talking about today are not that. Yeah, not ceremonial um, at all. Yeah, it is not ceremonial or represent representative of things like the divine feminine and masculine like you might find in traditional Wicca. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not what we're talking about today. So I just wanted to, I was just thinking about it while you were talking about it. I was like, oh, we should probably preface that because yeah. there, there are different types of sex magic. Um, mm-hmm. And that is not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about ceremonial sex magic because we are not ceremonialists. <laughs> um, nor are we Wiccans. Um, not that there's anything wrong with either of those traditions. It's just we not can't ours. really speak on yeah. it because we don't <laughs> we can't speak on it. something we don't know anything about, or we know exactly. very little about enough to have a educated uh, conversation about. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Sex magic in my experience and opinion is not a complete spell on its own but instead the end of a spell so you know historically i do let's say let's say hypothetically i'm doing some spell work and i'm gonna do i don't know candle magic Mm -hmm. to i don't know protect my household Uh, it maybe sounds a little silly to do sex magic for protection but we're just using it as a neutral example and I might then at the end of that spell, you know, meditate on it or go out into the real world and perform something like physical that is a representation of the spell work that I've been doing. For example, mm-hmm. when I do household protections um, for my house, obviously, household mm-hmm. protections, welcome to the redundancy department of redundancy. Um, I would then go and I would like surround my house or make a border around my house with eggshells, right? Because mm-hmm. that takes the spell work into like the physical realm and gives it that sort of physical representation. And so when I've done spell work that involves sex magic historically, 
that's like the last step of the spell for me. So I maybe am doing whatever spell work at my altar or whatever. And the final step is making that kind of physical manifestation, that physical representation, mm-hmm. the, the climax, if you will, <laughs> uh, with sex magic. Yeah. Um, I do it both ways. Sometimes I use sex magic just as that, like, that's the only yeah, thing. I mean, I know a lot um, of people do. It's just yeah. not something oh, yeah. that i yeah. personally have ever found as i don't know useful mm-hmm. uh, no useful is the wrong word i personally like can't kind of focus that way the whole time during oh, yeah. sex do you know I what think, i mean yeah <laughs> i think a lot of people um like a lot of people think they have to think about their magical intention as they have sex and to especially envision it during climax. And while that is amazing, if you can do that, that's like not always a case. Imagine though, like you're doing yeah, spell like work. Yeah, like envisioning. Like, like, like uh, imagine you're doing spell work to like no, get your no, no, boss no, no, fired. No, like, no, 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 hear me out. You're doing spell work to get your boss fired. And as you're coming, you're thinking about your boss. the least horny episode ever (laughs) no but like i know that a lot of people can't do it but i like i can envision stuff while like achieving like climax but you know there are other ways to do this like you can write out your intention and place it like under a mattress Mm -hmm. or make like a vision board and put it like somewhere near your bed that isn't like your direct line of sight living for vision boards right now i I know right (laughs) and then i've also in the past like used body oils with like specific ingredients with intention in them so like I think you kind of mentioned this earlier, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I do know of many forms of like folk sex magic mm-hmm. where your body is essentially the candle and you put the herbs or whatever for the spell, that, whatever ingredients that you need goes underneath the mattress when you're mm-hmm. having sex and your body is the candle. So you would anoint your body with the oils that, you know, correspond with whatever spell you're doing. You would put your herbs, etc crystals whatever whatever your spell calls for and it would go underneath the mattress under your bed right i like that when you're having sex um i personally have never tried that i've read about it a few times sounds super fun um but not something that i personally have tried that doesn't mean it doesn't work but i have heard of it (laughs) i've done the oils like i do um, like to use the oils to for anointing and then I also sometimes have like a candle going on the side that also mm-hmm. like as you said um, kind of like the pre thing of the spell where it's like a spell right. within a spell sort of situation it, but I know like I know it sounds silly but and it takes a certain type of person or couple to do this but like mm-hmm. I know some people also have that like <laughs> hype your a hype dirty talk your intention now like (laughs) (laughs) no i I, me and my wife don't do this but i have heard about this no no i'm not into i can't dirty talk imagine me dirty talking no three seasons deep at this point you cannot lie to your audience you look square in the face and you tell me that you two are not sad they're going yeah yeah you're gonna get that money no is our house so protected right now 
<laughs> I know people that do that and like they'll you know like ask each other how bad they want that vacation or oh my god <laughs> I love that obviously not like we're just laughing because like no it's we're laughing out of sight of no, our comfort no we're zone. laughing <laughs> if oh, you can do that I, I am listen, so happy for here's you here's why I'm laughing because I don't do that like I don't dirty talk. I am way too awkward. And ima- I'm just imagining like the literal like is our house so protected right now? <laughs> oh, that's so like I'm just picturing myself doing that and it is laughable. Like <laughs> because I don't I don't do that. Um no, I'm a good Christian woman. Um good no. Woman. I'm a good Christian woman. Um that's so funny. I think if I were to do that, my husband would pass away. <laughs> I just like, like Charlotte would laugh so hard. Frank, that, like, like, you know what? Actually, I'm. I'm it would ruin all the mood. Yeah, Frank would be like, I actually have somewhere else to be. Goodbye. But no, any couple who can do that and pull it off, like, I can only, like, that would be, like, great spell work. Yeah, it'd but. be amazing. Couldn't be me, though. Couldn't be me. (laughs) Love that for them if they can do it. Love that for them if they can do it. Could not be me. I'm way too awkward, and I my husband would simply pass away. Yeah, he'd be like, you know what? I've thought about it long and hard, and I no longer (laughs) wish to exist. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, (coughs) I think also like people realize that sex magic isn't just about like manifesting either, but it can also be used to help your sex life um you know if you want more passion or um you know you just kind of i also think though form a closer bond with your partner conversation that if as magical people we move away from always needing to manifest to be Mm -hmm. creating magic Mm -hmm. um, we would grow as practitioners Mm -hmm. (laughs) 100 percent you know, and, that at some yeah. point, you have to remember that there's more to life than just asking for things, if that makes 100%. sense. 100%. Physical things. Because Sometimes magic, it's just improving what you already have. Not yeah, improving, and, and, but yeah, like strengthening. Magic is always asking for things, so that's an incorrect way to put that. But Because mm-hmm. even if you're asking for, for protection, you're asking for something. Um, so I guess more asking for tangible physical things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to word that better. Yeah. And like people who also do sex magic to like um to increase passion or whatever within their thing doesn't mean like like someone's sex life is like lackluster. Yes. Like but you know if you you just you're kind of setting the intentions to make it super hot. Plus if you've been married for a while or have like had a have had a partner for a long time or if you just want to like spice up solo play i yeah, mean it can be thing. a you fun thing to magic by yourself 100 percent yeah 100 percent um actually yeah. like i don't know like most people did like i think that's a big misconception when it comes to sex magic is thinking it has to be done with a partner you absolutely do not i even Mm -hmm. recommend practicing solo before you do so with a partner especially if you're still like learning your body and what you like your pleasure and enjoyment matters very much during sex magic in my opinion and if you don't know how to like what pleasures you 
even like if you're unable to orgasm like some people aren't able to orgasm um you know which is more than valid but you still can know what you feels good um you know you may struggle a bit if you're not like don't know your body super well and just because you're feeling and because when you're feeling more in charge of your energy and you're having fun learning your body and exploring the enjoyment i mean that's a big part of like witchcraft practices outside of sex magic is getting comfortable yeah. with yourself um, and, just real quick. yeah what um, yeah. Hey, pleasure again <laughs> pleasure <laughs> <laughs> pleasure sensual now that we've talked about solo pleasure and partner pleasure maria what would be your number one piece of advice uh a bit a bit of a precautionary advice for 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 sex magicians (laughs) sex magicians sex wizards as well (laughs) um can we steer clear of the toxic crystals and stuff no. and get all up in each Actually, I would like to say in a grander <laughs> conversation than just steering clear of toxic crystals, don't fuck rocks. Um, I know we've said this on multiple episodes <laughs> in the past, but this feels like a good time. It feels like a good time to bring it up again. Don't fuck rocks. Fucking rocks is not healthy or safe for your body. We get into conversations of the micro fissures that are inside of crystals that can build Mm -hmm. up bacteria. They can break off and inside of you. Um, And that is ignoring the fact that things like selenite yoni eggs, bumblebee jasper yoni eggs, malachite dildos are sold. All of these (laughs) things are sold and people just trust their crystal providers um, which we won't even get into the ethics of those crystals and where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just don't fuck rocks. Don't just do it. Don't, don't do, do it. that. Yeah. Uh, another thing is I know because I saw this recently and it made me absolutely disgusted. <laughs> People are making <gasps> resin dildos and putting like no. herbs and stuff in it, and it's like a self love spell. Don't fuck resin dildos either just don't do that um don't fuck rocks don't fuck somebody's freaking at home resin dildo don't put those things in your body like and i say that with nothing but love in my heart you're gonna hurt yourself you're gonna get poisoning Mm -hmm. you're gonna have something even if you got lucky a hundred times fucking that rock the hundred and one time that it breaks off inside of you yeah and not to mention your body's absorbing it like very scary like yeah i know that we're in this like kind of self-help culture these days where like having things supernatural yeah and which is good in theory but sometimes natural does not mean healthy healthier for you natural is not a synonym for healthier at all times Mm -hmm. um it's just please don't do that. It it's really really dangerous, and the people so who dangerous. are pushing those things on you mm. are a massive spiritual red flag. Yeah, and not and a lot of those things though, especially if you're going through a responsible dealer, they'll tell you that it's just like a statue. That's all it is. Like or don't touch it. Don't play with it. Wand. That's that's actually something that is incredibly interesting to me. 
Mm-hmm. The irresponsible transition that I've watched happen over the last like 10 years. Mm-hmm. The dildos, as it were, were used to be, they were supposed to be like rose quartz on its own, not a toxic or dangerous crystal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just quartz, right? Mm-hmm. They were meant to be clitoris massage wands, external massage wands for your body. They were not meant to be inserted inside of you. <laughs> it's still and, wet there, like, well, usually. Sure. Like, so there, you don't there, want... Yeah. There's still risks involved, right? Yeah. But the biggest one being that is on the outside, so you're most likely not going to have a shard broken off inside of your body that you then have to get surgically removed in an emergency room. I don't know if you guys remember the video of the guy with the mason jar in like 2002. That's what you're doing with rose quartz fucking dildos. So think about it. Think about it. Um, And... Oh, yeah, and it's then- a very interesting transition because we've I've watched these, you know, crystal sex toys go from external play mm-hmm. to somehow um, lost in translation, people putting them up their cooters or their butts or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, that is so dangerous. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, I do think also another thing that to be careful of and to be aware of is consent always yes. like to i think with sex, sex magic you do have should have a consenting partner that knows what's going on you know that mm-hmm. you're what you're doing why you're doing it for if that makes sense mm-hmm. but again that is my personal opinion um because yeah. on everything sex and like involving someone should involve consent. So I agree. And this isn't like magic that, you know, it's like, well, if it's justified, it's fine. Like if you're using somebody's physical energy, again, mm-hmm. using yourself as like the candle, right? Mm-hmm. In a spell. If you're using someone else as the candle in a spell, I do think that you need to ask for consent in yeah. that situation. Yeah. Oh. Oh, one thing um, that we did forget to talk about, um, well, we kind of touched on that, like the male and female dynamic in sex magic has been around for like ever, you know, like the wand, the cauldron, a hole, a pole, you know what I mean? But but you do not have to follow the binary in order to enjoy sex magic. And as I said, like previously, you know, sex magic still follows the flow of spell work. Like to me, that's what matters. Like in my opinion, and this is just an opinion, so take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. But the ideas of the male and female representation in magic are just energy representation. Archetypes. The archetypes are just yeah. energies, right? 100%. Anybody can fit those archetypes. And those archetypes, as you know, the times grow, modern age evolves, etc., right? The idea of what, you know, is a feminine archetype, for example, uh, in 2022 is going to look a lot different than what a feminine archetype would have looked like in 1998. Yeah. Um, and even if like you have, let's well. say that you are a lesbian and you're, um, you're two femme lesbians. I'm yeah. it's things will still work out. Like, cause you're still, still getting That's that. All it is. That's all hmm. it is. And duality 
doesn't have to be masculine meets feminine. It mm. could be one of you is more of a chipper person and the other one of you is maybe more of a reserved person. It might be that one of you, you know, I don't know, is super athletic and the other one is kind of more of a couch potato. Like it's all about duality and that's going to look different, right? Yeah. People to people. It, the the mask femme thing in terms of magic is just about duality and duality changes and you know what i mean you could have Mm -hmm. two like maria said two super femme you know women in a relationship together and their dualities might be something you would never think about (laughs) yeah and even then like you're still feeling that internal pleasure which is you know like starting the spell reaching fulfillment the climax and releasing you're still performing spell work Mm -hmm. and you know I'm actually glad that now, like, if you read, like, a bunch of the sex magic books that are out now are so outdated, so you're going to be seeing a bunch of, like, those very outdated things, but I'm actually glad that it's actually getting more, like, varied and people are talking about, you know, like... I could be wrong, but I think, I think Cassandra Snow's book, Queering Your Craft, talks about Mm -hmm. this. Oh, that's good. I think... I yeah. could be misspeaking. It's been a while since I read that book, mm-hmm. but I believe Queering Your Craft does mention like this sort of thing. Um, yeah. And I know that the book Sex Magic by Sarah Bartlett, it does have like very outdated views. So if you're wanting to read more about sex magic, you can read it, but I would not um, take, it, take it, take what resonates and, yes, leave, what and leave what doesn't, but do keep in mind that it was like written a long time ago. So yeah. it's kind of going back to my reference of the idea of feminine and masculine archetypes. Mm-hmm. You just take the year 2000 and the year 2022 and how much growth we've seen in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, an expansion for both you know sides of the coin if you will yeah. and those who float on the in-between mm-hmm. um you have to remember that when you're reading these kind of books that they're still in that mindset because that's when it was written and that doesn't mean that there aren't things in it that you can you can't take with you yeah oh, yeah um so what are your favorite sex magic herbs or plants mm. Um, I actually use a lot of peppers for sex magic. Ooh, uh, same actually. I obviously not on my body. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, body. <laughs> I actually find they're kind of actually going back to that duality thing. I actually like to combine things like chili peppers with mm-hmm. like roses. Mm-hmm. Um, you have this sweet, soft kind of um side of the coin and then mm-hmm. you eat it with that kind of sharp hot you know has to be used in minimal whatever mm-hmm. um, and I find that those that those kind of combinations when it comes to sex magic is really mm-hmm. useful what about you yeah so uh, most recently I've been getting into dry like nettle like dried mm-hmm. wood nettle um because like the lore and history of it was that it used to be used for like it stimulates down there because you know even dry nettle it's still kind of like it doesn't sting but it like makes your you know hands tingle and but it's also stimulate you i'm not saying put it on your body please don't put it on your body i wouldn't put it on my body i know people do for um arthritis and stuff like that but i've just meant don't put it on your 
hoo-ha like or your don't put it on your coochie thing. gang yeah that's <laughs> but i i anyway, like adding know. that to spell work and um i like using like fresh fruits like cherries strawberries and chocolate roses and if you want to look for a wild weed that's actually uh, considered an aphrodisiac cudweed um cudweed is very ugly but it's been used as an aphrodisiac in like holistic medicine for a very long time. And um, I, I know it sounds counterproductive <laughs> to its name, but chase tree flowers are also known to be um, for like sex and owning your own sexual like health and stuff like that. And I like mm. to use those in um, spells as well. They grow in my front yard, so it's perfect. And then um I'm also a big fan of cinnamon and saffron. And also... Yes, 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 yes. And I really like violets. Violets are actually um, correspond to sapphic love, so... I would have never thought to use a violet, actually. Yeah, well, like, it has ties for, like, lesbian relationships and things like that. So that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Doesn't apply to me. (laughs) (laughs) But those are the things I like to add in, like... It's like magic and stuff like that. And I think like using aphrodisiacs and spell work, not necessarily eating them and taking them or putting them on your body can like helps even like, let's say you're manifesting, but you're, it's not for just the, um, making your sex life more spicy, but it can help you raise your energy in order to Mm. achieve that manifestation. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I've actually been collecting like my own nettle. And I will 100% tell you like collecting fresh nettle is like 10 times better than just buying from the thing. Yes, it's amazing. Like uh, there's this place near me that has wood nettle and they're huge. Mm -hmm. Like think of nettle and then like supersize it. (laughs) Like you do not want to fall into them. (laughs) But... Um, like they're really nice and I've been drying my own That's 10 so out of 10. Yeah. So pretty. Um, I would like to hear, um, before we close out this segment, like other people's thoughts on this. So I, when I post this episode, I will post a discussion on Twitter. If you guys want to let us know what your thoughts are on sex magic, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> So, Robin, what is stirring your cauldron this week? I did not sound sexy that time. Mm-mm. <laughs> I maybe it's because of our last segment, but I am fully erect. <laughs> uh, I am super getting back into meditation. I struggled really hard with meditating when I was pregnant um, mm-hmm. and right after I gave birth because I was just like brain fog city and i was having just a really hard time just like especially in pregnancy i was had a hard time being comfortable Mm -hmm. um sitting long enough to meditate even laying down it was just awful at all times and then after i gave birth it was like the brain fog was so bad i couldn't do it and i'm finally coming to a place now where i'm like leveling out when it comes to that stuff Mm-hmm. And so I've been reincorporating just like, you know, a couple of minutes a day of meditation back into my life. And I've already noticed like just so such wonders. <laughs> like I'm meditation. calmer, I'm doing better in terms of like 
I don't know, my thoughts. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, No, that makes total and sense. And being able to kind of like dive back into that, which is great because I really love and believe in meditation. And I was not having a good time. Like I wasn't able to do it. Well, I think like meditation uh, for a lot of it's like, it is that time of introspection and just like connecting with yourself. Like totally. And as an introvert, 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) I really love meditating. And so not being able to do it for nearly two years was such a struggle for me. I, it's something that for me really grounds me and Mm -hmm. keeps me level. And so not being able to do it was a difficult journey um so kind of finding my way back to there has been really great and i'm vibing with it yeah i like that love that yeah. for you thank you <laughs> so maria what's not stirring our culture this week Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to call out a few friends and even some of our Discord babies. Maybe. <laughs> just know. This is out of love. I am the mama witch and you will listen to me. I'm just going to call me out right now. Right now? <laughs> Are you about to call me out right now? Ma'am, I'm uh, not prepared for this. Thank you. No, you haven't said anything. Other okay, friends. okay, okay. You're not. No, it's not I'm you. I'm an angel. I'm perfect. You're not doing anything wrong. Okay, perfect. <laughs> but I know we say this very often. But you guys are way too freaking hard on yourselves. So hard. Like, too hard. Like, I've heard, like, 10 people this month say to me, like, they're struggling within their practice. But they're literally going outside, gardening, touching grass. They are getting (laughs) work done. They are accomplishing their goals. They're doing crafts and, like, like, finding time to connect with themselves. And I don't know, like, like what it is to be peak witch but that sounds pretty damn witchy to me you know sometimes spell work or connection or connecting with our witchy selves doesn't mean like doing spell work like many of us like especially in the spring and getting into summer is means (laughs) sorry one second (laughs) many of us are like in spring and getting in summer which means that we're spending a lot more time outside with world energy and spending less time indoors and more time outdoors you know there's going to be plenty of that indoor time that you know you're doing more spell work you're doing that introspection but like just know that the stereotypical witchy season is coming it doesn't mean that you aren't doing witchy stuff you're just not doing what you think is stereotypically witchy stuff yes yeah i agree and i think that's a nice reminder yeah going to reminder is during my children (laughs) thanks (laughs) (laughs) happy to stir it (laughs) oh my gosh you're stirring my cultron <laughs> what a talk corniest episode ever, guys. Maria's about to stir my cauldron, am I right? <laughs> oh, <you're> right. <laughs> if you've just joined us this week, every single week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. This could be anyone from artists, authors, bloggers. I don't know puzzle makers <laughs> are you a puzzle, puzzle maker, maker in our area <gasps> oh my gosh someone needs to make a witchy 
like puzzle. All right, like, you heard it here, folks. Oh Make a gosh. witchy puzzle and get back to us. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna write. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna write Corinne from Coco Arena. Yeah, and ask, I'd be like, hey. Hey, Can you I make a puzzle? I have an idea for you. <laughs> have I got an idea for you? An award-winning idea, some would say. I mean, I don't know how many people will buy it, but I it will. Is Maria will. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, that being said, um, these are creators that we have found organically. These are not sponsored. These are just stuff we think is cool right now. So that being said, Maria, who are you digging right now? I am digging. So this is like a little startup thing. Like, I believe they have a Kickstarter and stuff, but they're going to start making a thing called Little Witch Books. Mm -hmm. And they're actually Little Witch Books on Instagram. And they're going to be having a book come out that's calls A Little Witch Host uh, Samhain Supper. And I just think it's so cute. And like, if you look at the illustrations and all that, it's just like perfect. And I'm really excited it's for it. It's black and gold, guys. Um, I'm just going to point out the fact that it's black and gold. But no, it's very cute, books. though. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. But, um, Kristen and Caitlin, you can tell that they put a lot of work and effort into this, and I'm really excited for them. And I highly recommend if you have littles, or even if you just want a cute freaking witchy book. I mean, my little is not so little anymore. They're literally turning 13 next week. But I will buy this for myself. Oh, I know, right? Anyways. (laughs) Oh, I hate that. I hate it. When we met, they were eight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, that I'm. Don't it's terrible. No, next time you go to say that to me, don't. Um, <laughs> they're a person now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I do highly recommend checking them out and checking out the Kickstarter because it looks super cute, and I want one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who you loving? Loving. I recently found this account because uh, actually the person who's going to be our next guest on this podcast incidentally um introduced me to them i don't they don't realize that they introduced me to them i just happened to see <laughs> so you're them. just low-key stalking okay i'm literally okay. the creepiest person alive um <laughs> yeah i'm sort of a creep uh uh the account is called the death witch and they sell like oils they have like a whole store but when i tell you speaking of black and gold i am so (laughs) drawn to their packaging i'm obsessed i want a care package from them uh if you're listening feel free to send me one i accept one too i accept Um, (laughs) i will take one I just, I am so obsessed. I think it's so beautiful. Their packaging is just so beautiful. Like the oil size, like the sizing of the bottles looks so fair for the price. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, obs- I I'm like obsessed. I the shirts too. I know. Wow. It's so good. Like it's oh. all so good. What? I have not purchased anything from them yet, but I plan to for my birthday. I'm going to get myself some stuff. You deserve um, it. You treat yourself. I will. I'm going to treat myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I love it. They sell powders. They sell oils, like merchandise, just all sorts of stuff. I am obsessed. <laughs> they even sell incense. 
Ooh, I like some I homemade incense. They think are homemade. They look homemade. Yeah. If they're not homemade, I would be shocked. Um, I, I don't like see a, them, or I would tell you. It's like a loose powder incense. They, they look oh, yeah, handmade. Oh, yeah, that's homemade. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just completely obsessed. I love it. I love the aesthetic. All the products look so good. I'm going to buy some. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, again, you're listening and you would like to send me a care package, in which case I accept. <laughs> <laughs> I take it with open arms. <laughs> with arms wide open. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Creed's been oh, introduced yes. to this channel. We're in so much trouble. So much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us today. If, not if, we hope that <laughs> you will join us again oh my on Friday, June 24th for our 11th episode of season three, which we will have a special guest and will be a drinking yeah. game again. So look forward to that. Oof. You can Some keep an eye out mine. on our Instagrams or uh, Twitter or now TikTok. I made a TikTok, guys. It's the same handle as Instagram. <laughs> Or you can simply just go to our website, coffeeandcauldrons.com, to find all of this. And there will be a Tumblr page open soon. And Ooh. everyone's like, Tumblr is still a thing? It is still yeah, a thing. Yeah, it thanks. is. It's the only great photo sharing app now available. But anyways. <laughs> so, or you could join us on, <laughs> join us on our Discord tier, which is where coming on Patreon. So we can answer your questions in our part two next time. And if you've been loving Coffee and Cauldrons, please, 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 please review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. We really appreciate it. And we, we love do. reading over them. So We really do. We yeah. enjoy them a lot. <laughs> You'll even get to hear our lovely, sexy, sensual voices for an additional 30-ish minutes, an episode, uh, for being on the Patreon casting tier and up. So again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons with Robin from At A Tired Witch on social media. <laughs> and I'm Maria from At Maria the cane on instagram like i completely messed up my username <laughs> yeah she meant social media guys she didn't yeah. mean instagram she meant social media <laughs> okay ready? ready yeah yeah <laughs> all right one, one two, two three, three bye witches <laughs> How was it on your end? Was it good? That was, was it good? really good. I'm really too good at this. We're getting harmonious. <laughs> yes. Harmonious. Are we um are we boys to men? Oh yeah. We're harmonizing. We're doing all of that. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>